I hereby introduce to you, Mr. Michael Veazey. I'm here with somebody who's going to talk through a, a very important subject. It's a little bit technical and therefore scares some people off, but I think it's very, very important. And that is split testing. So today I have with me Andrew Brown from Splitly. He's a co-founder of Splitly, also an Amazon seller of um, some considerable experience and also a software engineer. So he's put together the Amazon selling background and software engineering to come up with something to help us poor struggling Amazon sellers. So Andrew, welcome to the show. Thanks, you. Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to have you here. So um, tell us, Andrew, a little bit of sort of potted history of how you came to be, you know, to go from being a, an engineer, a software engineer to selling on Amazon and what how Splitly resulted. So essentially, I um, I mean, I was working as, you know, contract programming and then um, my friend was selling on Amazon, FBA, and he did a course, um, you know, two years previously and I just didn't take him seriously until he showed me his uh, his bank account, essentially. And then there was just this, such an opportunity. I mean, a lot of people saw there was an opportunity in Amazon. So um, I started selling on Amazon and then about a year in, I mean, I'm still, it's not marketing and stuff is not my strong suit. I am a, I'm a nerd essentially. So um, uh, I was just looking at it all the time, thinking of ways you could um, automate things and stuff like that. And then I could see, oh, there is actually, you could, there, you could do um, a form of spit testing in Amazon was possible. So that's, that's when I founded um, Spitly with my friend, James. Fantastic. Okay, so you took the obvious uh, lessons from your friend, which is that this thing is worth checking out because of the the bank account details. So tell us more about um, Splitly. So what, why, uh, what is split testing, and uh, you know what, how does it work for Amazon sellers? So regular split testing is essentially a process where you divide all. Let's say you had a website. This would be typically where people would see it in action, and they wanted to say, oh, okay, what color should my checkout button be? Should it be red or blue? And so you would set up a test and you would say every, every second customer would see the red button. Uh, so every, every even customer would see the blue button and you just keep on flipping it back and forth. And the reason why you would do this as opposed to just, why don't I just try the red button for two weeks and try uh, the blue button for two weeks is because if you take the, an analogy of flipping a coin, if you were to flip a coin uh, one time, you're going to get either heads or tails, and you're not going to know which, if it was a biased weighted coin, you're not going to know which one was better. But if you flip it a thousand times, you're very likely to get about 490 heads and 510 tails, and you're seeing, okay, so maybe this, maybe when I flip this coin, there's a 50-50 chance. Or if there was a, if there was a trick coin, you go, oh, look, 60% of the time it was heads and 40% of the time it was tails. Okay, and now. So once you have enough data points, and then, so that's why it's required to keep switching, then you can be more confident, and we call it um, statistical significance. We can do some maths, and we can say, okay, I'm pretty sure that this is actually the better one. Excellent. So that's a very good, clear explanation of what split testing is. Now, the other question is, why should we bother doing this on Amazon? Is it really worth doing? And you know, if so, why? Right. So on Amazon, um, okay. So just to just to continue on from what I was saying there, on Amazon is a little bit different, and um, in that we can't stick software on Amazon. So instead, we actually update the listing periodically, and we do it on, on an every daily basis, and we get the sessions information from Amazon that way. So that's how split testing. That's how we're doing split testing on Amazon. Um, the reason why you would want to do this is, um, if I mean, if you if you are so confident to believe that you know exactly what what's best for your listing, as in what's the what are the best images, exactly how your copy should be, exactly what price you should set it at. Um, I think you're. I think you'd be surprised that if you actually go and set a test 
and to, to, and look at that in a more data-driven manner rather than just your own intuition, you can be really surprised that oh wow I'm actually I was actually completely wrong here. This this main image was actually a much better one. Um, I had no idea, and it just gives you a much more data-driven, more insightful approach to to optimizing your listing. Okay, so it's, it's relying on data, not just intuition. That makes sense. So yeah. now you just mentioned the um, the obviously the photos so that's one thing to test so what are the main elements that you would choose to test in this bit testing that are going to make the most difference well for a variety of reasons we recommend um, price and main image as a good good place to start um, price is great because it's so easy to set up the test and it makes such an impactful um, effect on the test so you can get your um, results quickly so it's a great place to start um, Main image, we've just seen, I mean, it's, it's such a great one to optimize. If you can get your a few conversion up on, the, on that one, it, it can be really um, um, beneficial. Um, title, if you can control your title, is a great one too. And then it's kind of, a, as you'd imagine, then come your bullets, and then finally your product description. So um, it's in order of, of what most people, I think, would, would have, um, would affect their conversion rate and their click-through rate. That's good. When you say that it's the order that people would have their conversion rate, we had Anthony Leon recently talking about the um, conversion um, optimization of your listing, and this is really part and parcel of that. It's sort of the same story taken mm -hmm. to the next level, but actually a lot of people don't really think in that structured way. So I think it's really, really good that you're highlighting price and uh, the images is the main thing. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit more. So you've told us a little bit more about how Splitly works, but now how does the mechanics of that work in a sort of day-to-day, week-by-week process? So essentially, once you set up your test, and we'll take the main image example again, um, what will happen is you start, you run the test, and then at midnight on Amazon time, so for most people, so if you're selling in the US marketplace, that's going to be specific time. Every midnight, your listing is going to update. And the reason why we do midnight is because Amazon gives the information for um, your sessions and page views. If you go to your business reports in detail sales and traffic by ASIN, you'll see that, 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 that you can get that information on a daily basis. So we're going to use that to calculate our conversion rate. And so it's not as optimal as, as a pure split test where you would direct every single customer to a different variant, but it is as good as we can do it, and it's certainly a lot better than um, just do using your own intuition. So um, that's the mechanics of it on Amazon. Excellent. Okay, that's a nice clear answer. So now tell us a little bit more about the wider application of this so we can see roughly why we do it. Um, can you give us some uh, examples of results of actual differences that you've seen? Yeah, so I mean, I can talk about, for example, with my own products, um, I've managed to, for, for example, increase. And again, surprisingly, I mean, I, I, I remember doing a split test where I was, te again, testing my main image. And it was, I actually took out the, um, I was breaking the TOS in here, so I had the uh, icons and logos in on my main image. Um, but it was in a, a smaller market space, so it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a problem. And I tried that, and then I stuck in a prop. And I thought this would actually um, not do very well. Um, but I, was, I wasn't even doing the test to, to, to improve the listing. I was doing it to test uh, Spitly software. And then I, le I left the test on, and I come back a month later. And the, the, the change I'd made improved my conversion rate by 50%. 50? So, uh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's not a subtle change, yeah. is it? That's not something you need to be a statistical genius to realize is it important. No. Yeah. OK, so yeah, this is very, nice. very, that's a very nice concrete and at home, is it, as it were, examples. It's your own product that. This yeah. is really, really uh, important to test. That was actually the best, the best example for me. Um, and other customers are having, having different stories. Yeah. 
But, wow, okay. um, that's, so the main image is a really very powerful thing to test then. What other things have you found that are the sort of low-hanging fruit, if you like, the stuff that's going to most likely to move the needle? Price, 100% uh, price. So, um, and this is where, we, like, originally we had, you would just split test your price and you try two different price points. And so, um, what's great, I mean, it depends, again, it, it, a big factor here is how big of a difference, uh, a change you're making. So if you just change your price by five cents, it's not going to um, have a, be very impactful, right? As you'd imagine. And if you change your price by five dollars, all right, well, we're now we're going to see, we're going to see what's, which one was better. So, um, yeah, as I said before, it's a great, it's a great one to start with too, because it's not, it's not hard to set up a price test. You don't have to, you don't have to take a new picture of your product. Yep, that makes sense. So as, in terms of low-hanging fruit then, really just changing the price by a significant amount will we'll mm. let you see what the, you know, the difference is quite quickly. Yeah. yeah Excellent. Exactly. Okay, that's very good. So um, so we talked a little bit about that. So how can you apply a sort of split-testing strategy across, say, if you've got 10, 20, 30 SKUs or something like that? Would you just simply uh, split-test all of them or would you go for particular products or what would you, how would you approach it? Oh yeah. Okay. So this is um, this is quite important actually. Um, this, this, there's two things to take into consideration when you're selecting a product to test it. Um, it's you shouldn't be thinking about this like uh, okay, I've got this product is failing. I've got I've got a product that's doing bad and I want to save it. Um, so I'm going to save this product by split testing it and optimizing it, and then it'll be okay. Um, that's not really what it's for. The, be the best the best thing to do with split testing is to pick products that are doing well. And get that extra few percent out of them. That's what you really want to be thinking for. You want to be optimizing the products that are already doing well. So they're already getting traffic, they're already getting sales. And there's two reasons for this. One is, obviously, if you get 5% of an increase on sales on a good, uh, um, a well-selling product, that's going to be much more to your bottom line than a product that's flailing. And the second point here is that in order to do a spit test, you need data. And so, the products with more data aren't going to be more suitable. You're going to be able to get your more reliable results quicker from those products. Great. Now, I was going to ask that leads very neatly to my next question, which is, and by the way, I like the fact that you're saying, like, don't try and rescue failing products. Really don't waste your time with that. Generally, I think it's a good bit of advice. Mm -hmm. But um, coming back to the split testing, so minimum number of sales or data, what, what sort of amounts of data do you need to make it, as you'd call it, statistically significant, if that's the right word, um, you know, decision about which is better? So it's there's no there's no there's no straight answer to this because it, it, it's directly it's proportional to how long you run the test. So, but what I would generally say is that you want to be getting at least a few sales a day. That's a, that's at a minimum. I mean, um, you can run a test on an, on if you don't care, right? If you, if you're just like, well, I have I have a few slots left in my uh, like let's say you're running using Spitly and you want to just and you're and you have slots left and you have a product and you're just like, oh, I don't care how long the test takes. It takes two months, three months. I don't care. Fine. Then, then uh, yeah, if it's only selling uh, one every few days, then you can run that test. But most people want to get their answers quicker. So if you wanted to get it in, in you know, a two-week time frame or something more reasonable, then, yeah, you want to be getting some sales every day to, to, to get a better result. Okay, so you could get a meaningful result within two weeks if you have, what, is there a particular sort of number of sales that you need to be getting per day? Is it 10 or 100 or...? Uh, let's say you let's say okay. So I'll give you a hypothetical example. Let's say you're you're getting five sales a day, and you're saying okay, I want I want I want my tester um end end in a reasonable of like a few weeks. Well, you need to be making a significant change to your listing because that's also going to be the other factor of the algorithm that decides which one was the winner and ends your test is going to be well, 
how by okay so we have this much data but how much better was this one by this one so if you take if you do that five dollar price change example then it's very likely you're going to get an answer quickly to that okay um, yeah, so, so the, the bigger the change, the the smaller the time period you can test it in. Is that the reason? Exactly. Yeah. And and of course, yeah, exactly. And, and and of course, sometimes it's hard to know. I mean, if you're trying two different main images, you don't know if if the if there's going to be a significant difference between them or not. And so sometimes you you, you will run into a case where you you run up your set your test and then um, Spitty will say, well, these it's it's fifty fifty. It's a you know this this test is going to take too long to run. And at that point, you're probably better off just pausing the test and 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 trying something else. Okay, so the software will give you some kind of advice, feedback about that situation yeah. if it spots it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's very useful to know. Okay, so you're not going to be sitting there testing something for months and months before you get the statistically significant answer that it's statistically no. irrelevant. So it'll, <laughs> exactly. So what it'll do is um, once your minimum days are up, it'll start calculating statistical significance, and um, it, you, you will see those percentages, and it'll all be displayed for you. And so, and you, when you set your goal, let's say I want to reach ninety percent statistical significance, and you, but you'll see that oh, I'm at eighty percent, so maybe I'll get there, you know. And Spitly will, will give you an estimated time. It, it can, you can, nothing can be one hundred percent because it depends on the, the new data as it comes in. But you know, you can give a guess as to as to what, what's going on.